Welcome back to another episode of the Cornell Thank You Podcast. This is Michelle. I am here with Steph and our four very, very best friends from Cornell. We have the unique opportunity because we are all together to ask them some questions that we are dying to hear their answers to. And we feel so blessed and lucky to be with you guys. It's been a great weekend. Yes, yeah, Steph? we're at the tail end of the weekend. We're sad it's almost over, but we wanted to take the opportunity with our friends to get some of their thoughts about Cornell. And I don't know, it's a treat for us. I hope it's a treat for you. And you'll hear all about it right after we roll the intro. All right. Well, as promised, our best friends are here. We're going to ask them each two questions and let's see how everybody's feeling. Yeah. So first up, we have Mick. You ready, Mick? Mick's been a guest on the podcast before, so she knows. And we apologize, listeners, for the giggling in the background because our other guests are in the waiting room. Actually, the green room. The green room. They're in the green room. They're waiting. Okay. And we're going to ask everyone this question. What do you miss most about your time at Cornell? I mean, listening to every single one of your podcasts, I would say that every one of your guests, or at least the vast majority, have said what they're most thankful for is their friendships. I said that as well. I think what I miss the most is the immediacy of the friendships. I've been reminded of for this weekend when we had our girls weekend, we haven't been together in years. And so the ability to have this dynamic with everybody, not just one one one-on-one or a random Zoom that we, but the immediacy of having this. Yeah. There's there's something kind of magical when you put the six of us together in a room. Yeah. Or a bar. Agreed. What was the last one? Or a bar. Or a bar. Yeah, Yeah. we had a lot of bar moments. Yeah, all right, I agree. All right. Our next guest is Liz, who has also been on the podcast before. And Liz, welcome back to the show. What do you miss most about your time at Cornell? I would say, there. can I say a couple of things? Of course. Mm-hmm. One thing I really, really miss is walking across the campus. Yes. It's just, I haven't been there for so many years. And it's such a beautiful campus. And it has such a great vibe. And it, it was just, it's a beautiful landscape. So I do remember like my final like months there, just looking out over Live Slope and just saying, oh my God, I miss this place. And of course, secondly, as Mickey said, as my friendship with you guys and just the closeness that we had since we were living together. But aren't we so lucky 35 years later that we're here laughing, carrying on as if time had not passed? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Nicole. We have been dying to get you on. What is it that you miss most about Cornell? It's actually a really good question because it's something that from listening to your podcast, I hadn't even thought about this question consciously, but subconsciously. And here's what I miss most. Because when you talk about what are you most thankful for, regardless of the kind of day I had, I would walk through the door at 120 and someone was there. So it was either a great day and I just wanted to share it or it was just a lousy day, but somebody was there either just sitting on the couch, ready to listen, or on any other given day, I'm walking out of the door and somebody's walking out with me and we're walking to campus. So when I think about that, it's the taking for granted that someone was always there. And I remember the day that we were graduating and we were, we all stood out on our front stoop for photos. And it was a six of us and we had our caps on. And I was so happy because I had made these friendships that I never thought I would have based on the friendships I had left at home. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't think you'll repeat that. Right. Yeah. 
And then I was so sad. I didn't want to leave because I was worried that I was going to leave those friendships behind. And then it's the weekends like this, but more importantly, it's the texts in between where we keep in touch. It's that same thing. It's the good times or it's not so good times. And so what I think I miss the most, we actually still have in a different way. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Well, next up, we have our friend that we like to call Jojo for a lot of reasons. (laughs) She is sauntering in. (laughs) What do you miss the most about the Cornell days? I miss so much about it. You know, the intensity of it, just Mm. the incredible fun and thinking back on those days, fun in the sun, slope day, like there's so many times in your adult life where you never just have that completely carefree, you're in that moment. And not that there aren't great things about, you know, having a great job and a family and lots of other things that happen when you're out of college, but just those moments where you were just completely there and everything about it was fantastic. I think as you Nicole said, we've just been incredibly lucky to sustain elements of that for 35 years and to sustain those relationships. To me, that's everything. What about you? What do you miss? I miss the feeling that it was never going to end, that you have those years ahead of you. And we met as freshmen, but we really came together, let's say, as sophomores. And I miss that feeling of knowing that I could see you guys every single day and then every single night and then wake up the next morning and see you again. And even though we have weekends like this, which are incredible, I know Monday morning, I'm going to miss you guys so much. So I miss that ability to wake up Monday morning and see your five faces. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I, maybe it's top of mind because we're all together. I miss the gal time, Yeah, the hanging out, yep. the laughing, not the parties and not yes. all this, just the laughing, the pranks the chatting, the staying up late, all of that stuff. That was fun. And I'm so grateful for that. I can't tell you what that meant to me. And now to sort of have it recreate it, even as, you know, in our mid fifties with kids and all of that, it's still funny. We we have laughed the entire weekend. Agreed. So I'm thankful for that. And I miss it too. Agreed. So we have another question. The next question is, with hindsight being 2020, now we've been out of Cornell 30 plus years. As you think back, Maybe what would you have done differently with your Cornell experience, Joanne? I would have told my 22-year-old self to not be so wrapped up in what the next thing should be. Yeah. And to really think hard about what you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I was concerned about student loans and what was my first job and how do I put the pieces in place to get to... And now I look back and I try to tell my kids the same thing. Try to look at it as an exploration and a journey and like, what do you want it to be? It's not about finding the next thing or doing the next thing that's expected, but more discovering it and letting it be. Not presupposing that one thing leads to another leads to another because life is not linear it's almost impossible to, to do that when you're in that phase of your life. But even if you tell your kids that they may not see it yet or may dismiss it, 
it's only something you really can see in hindsight, but it's too bad that that's the yeah, only way yeah. you can see it. Okay. That's Good right. thoughts. All right. Lizzie. Liz was our first guest, as we've said. So you had a really cool Cornell experience as a hotelie. You studied abroad, all of those things. Do you have any hindsight 2020 lookbacks you would have done differently? Yeah, definitely. Like we kind of established in that podcast, I did a lot of extracurricular, tried to kind of get that whole kind of campus feel. But I definitely academically was a little bit underwater at Cornell, always a little bit stressed about getting a grade. I look at how my children, especially my daughter, approached her classes and she really got to know her professors. She really focused in on what she was learning in each class. And I think that because I always felt a little bit behind, I didn't get to appreciate the academics of Cornell as much. I wish I would have gotten more out of it academically. I wish I would have connected with when I was a little bit underwater, that I would have connected with professors. I wish I would have established more of a relationship with professors, deans, like Hotel school was not big. So there was definitely the potential to do that. That just wasn't me at the time. And I think I've learned from my children, actually. Everything else was wonderful. Mickey? Yes. What is something that you would have done differently or wish you had done or think now would be a great idea? I think I know this only with 2020 hindsight. Okay. That my four years at Cornell were such a profound experience for me. I think I found not just you five, but I think I found myself. I think I became who I am today during those four years. And so I think we all look back on Cornell as having such a significant impact on the trajectory of our lives that I wish I made connections there that I sustained today, like a more significant concrete connection. I think I'm giving myself a little bit of an out by saying we didn't have all of the clubs and things that they have today, but I should have been more proactive and aggressive in seeking those things out so that going forward, I would have not a memory connection to Cornell and a personal on a friendship level, but a more direct connection to Cornell that I could have continued these years. I think a lot of people did take advantage of it. So it's I say I give myself a little bit of an out, but things were there. People have those connections as alumni. That is my one thing looking back on that I wish I did because I I wish to this day that I had a more significant connection to the school itself and not just the people and the memory of all of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Nick, same question to you. Hindsight's 2020. Looking back, what do you, what would you tell yourself? What would you have done differently? It's actually something I think about all the time. You do? I do, because in actually a good way, and it's thanks to you guys. Okay. So when I was about to head off to Cornell, my dad sat me down, and my boys both know this because I sat down and had the same talk with them. He sat me down, and my dad, I have to explain, he never got to go to college the way that we did. He Mm -hmm. went to night school, and it took eight years, and he had a whole different experience And he went simply for the education while he worked full time. And so he sat me down and he said, 
you know, college is all about a 60, 40. He, my dad was a percentage guy and he said, it's, you know, 60, 40 breakdown. And I didn't know where he was going with this. And my dad always felt strong about academics. And he said, it's only 40% academics. And I looked at him and I said, what do you mean? And he said, it's really more about life than your academics. And I didn't necessarily follow his advice while I was there mm. because I was so concerned about the academics, about making him proud because he didn't get to do what I was lucky enough to do. So I did a few things. I was so grateful for rushing and being a part of what I think is an incredible Greek life system. And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have you guys, but I didn't necessarily follow his advice. And so thanks to you, when my boys were both going off to school, I sat them down and I gave them the 60-40 speech. And my boys know all about you guys. And so they understood what I meant. And I said, you're there. And part of the time that you're there, you're working and you're studying. And this is what you're there for. But you're really there for everything else that all these schools have to offer. So I kind of wish I tried to adhere to his advice more than I did. But I think thanks to you guys, you gave me that 60% that maybe I wasn't giving myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Steph? I, well, we've talked about this, that I thought that was very campus centric, which is to say, I loved being on campus. So I didn't go abroad and I didn't really explore much outside of campus. We rarely went to Ithaca Commons. We rarely explored the beauty of upstate New York. If I had to do it all over again, maybe I would have taken more advantage of that. But I guess the reality was I was so happy on campus. I really just enjoyed all the stuff that we did there. But I, I feel like maybe that was a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, but I don't regret a single moment yeah. that we all spent on campus. Well, that's right? true. We, we that's have true. a great time. We love Yes. Yeah. What about you? I would say my regret is this. I was very active on campus. And then I kind of left it in 1990. Mm -hmm. And I didn't stay involved. And I loved Cornell. And, and wherever I am, I'm always involved. And I don't know how I let that get away from me. Like, what would you have, what would you have wanted to stay involved with? I would have done some of the stuff that you guys do where you interview students. I would have looked for a job within the Cornell network yes. instead of trying to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. I should have stayed connected to the place that I felt connected to. And I feel like I let it go. So I would say, to my graduating self, nourish the relationship with Cornell day after graduation. Yes. Don't let it slip away from you. And I feel like I did. And now with the podcast, I'm kind of back. But too much time went by where I let too much time go by. That's right. Right. You know, so many schools that have a strong athletics program, people stay involved by cheering yeah. for their team and staying involved that way. And I agree with you on that. I sort of graduated and, and sort of closed that door until more recent, but that's good advice to kind of, you know, if you love your school, stay involved. There's always ways. So I think basically we all feel that we got everything we could out of Cornell, but if we can make one tiny change, we all have one tiny change yeah. that we would make. Gals, thank you. It was great. Matt, here are your pearls of wisdom. And yes. yeah. nobody's opinions that we respect more. Yeah. So thank you guys. All right. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Cornell Thank You Podcast.